You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Thank you.
It's episode 25, season 5 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hey. Hello and good evening. We've got with us Charlie Parrish. Hey, guys. Ricky good to be back. F- Ricky Feegrade. Yep. Rain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Flonius Bilf. Hello. Fucking, you can do Flonius Bilf for him, but not for me. <laughs> it just comes out sometimes. I'm not thinking, I'm panicking. I always panic at the start of the pod. I know like, you, last you forgot Barney's name. <laughs> I did, I did. I that as well, fun, Do you want to start again? No. Yeah? yeah. It doesn't matter now, does it? No. Do you address? <laughs> How's everyone? How have you been? Rick's been a while, hasn't it? A couple of weeks, three weeks? A couple of weeks, yeah. 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 Everything all right? Everything's all good. How's, all good. How's, how's the sex life? Uh, could be better. Why? Why? Uh, no, just... Just want more. Yeah, just want more. Everyone wants more. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like in a, when, you, when, you, when you work, you want more money. <laughs> when you you're have, when you have sex, you want more. <laughs> Rick, One that, straight after the other. <laughs> work then sex. Yeah. <laughs> Cook a dinner sex. Get paid, get laid. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> lads, boys, banner. Rick, not everyone. I've known you for a long time, and I've always known this about you. Yeah, You're yeah. Incredible, <laughs> incredibly high sex drive. Yeah, it's strange, it's isn't it? I, insatiable. I yeah, it is. It is insatiable. That's a great word for it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I've always. It's just something I've known about you. It's has it, has it been problematic at points in your life? No, it hasn't. Because I've uh, I've learned to um, curb my enthusiasm. <laughs> Pinching, isn't it? Yeah. Pinching. Of course. Is that the, the famous roots? To the... <laughs> no. Is that where the pinch of the army comes from? No, 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 no. That's when I get really excited at football. I don't know what to do. And then that has that, that has now come into my my normal day life. So so when like there's a penalty or a corner, like, I didn't know what to do, so I pinched me on it. And then uh, it's it's now you know, come along into my normal life. So in a meeting, and it's my turn to present. Like everyone else clicks their pen and just squeeze me helmet while I'm presenting. What Get through it. It's just it up. Yeah. <laughs> One hand in my pocket. <laughs> Pointing at the board. Well, is it a couple or just one? No, it's just a prolonged one. <laughs> Long, prolonged one. Charlie, how have you been? It's been. Have you been on this season? Uh, yeah, yeah windy. I have. I was oh, yeah, on them. Um, and was that my first? Yeah, that was my first one of the season, so second. I'm good. I'm really good. It's good to be back. Yep. Very excited <laughs> to have a lot of fun. Happy Spurs stuff to talk oh, no. about. It's quite rare. Normally we've just lost when I come on. That's true. That is true. I'm usually but... a curse, but this is this is wonderful. Yeah, it has been a fantastic week of football. The whole weekend <gasps> was super. I mean, if you were to write a week, a weekend of supporting Spurs in a script, oh, that's right. pretty much, you know. Absolutely. Sort of the evil panto villain finishing off Arsenal as well, just as a little yeah. Sunday tea time treat. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll just touch on that briefly because I'm just curious about what you thought of the sending off. But anyway, what, um, tell you how you been, mate. All right, everything okay? Euphoric. Yep. Majestic. I'm running out of superlatives. But you... I, I, I saw that happen. We know what that is, but I saw that happen. All right. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. How are Just you, quick, how are you? Yeah, I'm really how are good. You? Actually, long day at work. Yeah, long day at work. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't stopped. Okay. But I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm um, Just quickly, what, in your opinion, right? Because there's an Arsenal fan at work, <laughs> quite a famous one. Won't name him. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he's saying that it weren't sending off. <laughs> and I've watched this replay <laughs> about fifty times, from and I one, can't see one, what he's talking from about. From one angle, it did look suspiciously like. There wasn't any contact, but right. from every other angle, 
it seems quite clear that he does and nick, nick him. And so when, he said there's no right, contact. When, and he's, what, he's through on goals. What's he said? He said, he said that there's no contact. Yeah, is that the argument? Recover. Yeah, he said there was no contact. I think there's enough... There are enough camera angles that prove that he did touch him. Yeah. And that's all that needs to happen, because he's through on goals. And he didn't even dive, I don't think. He had a few tumbles. Yeah, don't yeah, get me the, wrong. the original <laughs> fall, I don't think, was a dive. You could see the way his leg was suddenly bent, uh, mm. bent out of shape, but kind of knocked, and it, uh, and it changed direction. I think... Um, I think it was definitely definite sending off. I just loved it. Just fucking loved it. It was just so because I hate him so much. I mean, everyone hates him. Well, the Mertzaka looked over as well. That was a weird fucking thing. Never seen anyone do that before. Mid tackle and slid as he was looking away. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) He was trying to do one of those uh, Ronaldo passes where he looks the other way (laughs) and trying to tackle. No look tackle. As he was going, this is going to be the bollocks. (laughs) But if you could um, dream up a way of them getting beat, it would be. A semi-controversial sending off. Absolutely. And someone that they hate so much scoring yeah, the winner. involved in both the sending off and the goal. An absolute pantomime villain. Oh, I love Fabregas it. being the man of the match. Oh, like, God, all yeah. of it was perfect. All right, fuck them. Let's, let's start with <clears throat> Ali. It's got we got to. Because it was just unbelievable. I, I would say I've never seen a goal like it, but there was an almost identical goal scored by a female... <laughs> In some female football yeah, league. Yeah, she tweeted, didn't she? Uh, which was probably a bit better, if I'm being yeah, honest. But, but uh, you were there, T. What was it like in the ground? Could you appreciate what had just happened on the pitch? Well, um, <clears throat> I was in row three. Right, and, so no. Um, I was in row three, and um, as most of us who attend games would know, um, most pitches are at a camber. Is that a dick? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm he's, he sits in row three. He knows that a pitch is on a camber. Mm. So you don't always see everything for what it is. So... I saw the cross come over. I think Ericsson nudged it over to Ali. And yeah. I thought, yeah, didn't that mile got a toe to the ball and it went up in the air. Right. And then he volleys it in. So you thought it was good anyway? I thought it was fucking amazing. They took that, you know, they took it first time and smashed it in. Yeah. There's only a couple of seconds after, after. I said, what the fuck happened? Did he? And they said, no, he fucking lobbed it over. I'm like, fuck it But I must have hugged about 10, 15 people. It was just ecstasy. And as I said to Charlie just before we came on, um, what people don't seem to realise, that goal was in like the 80th minute. It wasn't like no... It was like 84th, I think. Yeah. Or 83rd. It wasn't an insignificant point of the game where, I don't know, that was like the fifth goal of a 5-1 demolition. This was an important goal. You know, I mean, he's got that much confidence to take the ball, to not take the ball, to hit it first time in a game that we had to win. So we're saying that perhaps ordinarily a, a lesser player would have perhaps... Taking a more conservative I would have taken a fucking touch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have <laughs> just wanted it out for a throw. Conservative throw. <laughs> yeah. Played for yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, after I, I let out a really high-pitched squeal, and it just involuntary squeal. Okay, as if, did, yeah. It was just a... <laughs> and I was, I was around children at the time. I'm going to that. And it was just, uh, it was just incredible. But I had that same realisation... As he was running away, yeah. actually, as he'd stopped and celebrated, I suddenly thought, fuck, we've won this game with that. Yeah. And that goal was so special that you forgot the context in which it was scored. It, exactly. was, it was superb. I, I loved the fact that um, it was a really beautifully crafted move as well before that. The, the Kane cross wasn't a cross that sort of flew across the box and yeah. no one got on the end of it. He meant to find Ericsson. Ericsson's header was perfect. Yeah. You know, the ball didn't touch the ground Grand, from yeah. Kane swinging it over to Ericsson to then Ali to the back of the net, pretty much. Mm. That's why it should win. I mean, aside from the fact that that Deli Ali executed just the most sublime level of skill that I think we've seen for a long time, the fact that like three players showed 
just quite how good we are as an attacking force now. Oh, it's just just the perfect goal. It's beautiful. It was great. The the confidence and the audacity from a nineteen year old yeah. that stepped up from playing at MK Dons, coming into Tottenham's first team, yeah. and then doing something like that is just fucking unreal. Like you just wouldn't expect anyone to do that. It's it's insane. As me and T were saying before, like the fact was as well, he was having a pretty quiet slash poor game really yeah, I mean he, nothing was coming off for him I saw at half time on Twitter a whole storm of people you know demanding that he be dragged off for Lamella and yeah. we were never going to get anything from that game as long as he was on the pitch and just shows really? Pochettino gets who do you his, follow? oh you don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> Rick what do you think about it? what about the goal? yeah I've right. literally have you, just said before what did you say <laughs> just ignored him yeah yeah I just but did you bit. yeah the confidence and audacity that's that's yeah all oh, right yeah that young do we, player is anyone sorry, worried yeah. that um because obviously <laughs> sorry Rick. all any newspaper and tv show and everything all they're now talking about is Deli Ali being england english football's new savior do we worry at all that like it could be a bit much that the hype machine's going to go into overdrive I think if Spurs were a bit more shit and relied on him a bit more, then it would concern me. Right. But I think the fact that we've got people like Ericsson, Kane and Son, to a lesser degree, who are match winners and can win us games, I don't think that we will put as much pressure on Ali as maybe mm. a lesser team would. So when Rooney was at Everton and he was having that season, they've, he was their talisman, you know? Yeah. I don't think Ali will... I don't see him being a talisman for now to a point where everything goes through him. Mm. But as I said, he had, he had a quiet game when that happened. It's not like when if Ali has a bad game, Spurs have a bad game. And if they, and if he's got two, three men on him, Kane has space, Ericsson yeah. has space. So um, I was going to say it's quite nice now that Kane isn't the pure sole focus of everything. Yeah. You know, there's now someone else for the defence to worry about. There's now someone else for the papers to write yeah. the stories about. But these things are very, um, very transient. I mean, right now it's all about Ali. And then I guess in no time there'll be someone else that the papers will talk about. Was that the best goal you've seen in, in, in a Spurs, scored in a Spurs shirt? What being well, I wasn't at the game. No, no, just in, in. Oh, in general. Yeah, it's got to be up there. Yeah, it has to be up there. Um, any any other stand up? That you've seen? Think now. Go on. Um, I think the I think the bell goal against West Ham was just nuts because um, oh, the timing. Fuck it was hell. it was a timing, but he because I think we we being a greedy cut for. Cowards got the ball, run off him, you know, create some space. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you know, he, he, he put his hand on, he put his hand on Cowards' chest and step aside, mate. I'm going to win this game. Best of all time, though. Yeah. It's about eighty-nine for a minute, you know. Just like what? There's a great thing on Twitter. And the ball took half an hour to go in as well. Yeah. When Carol was it? Carol's been dropping such dropping bombs, dropping bombers, viruses, viruses <laughs> since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Literally past five yards. Rolled it. <laughs> Cowl, cow's better than I was ill. Fire assist. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I can see the tweet about is probably like fire emojis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it probably was, probably was the best goal I've seen in Spurs shirt by a Spurs player. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm thinking of the players in Spurs. I'm thinking of a few of the um, uh, Ginola goals that season where he oh. won player of the year. The Barnsley, Barnsley away. Yeah, that was big. But I think 
I mean, that was just him slaloming past yeah. some really average defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, was it a cup replay or something? Like, yeah, it was, yeah. I just feel, again, it's, it's more about the occasion and it's more about perhaps the, the timing of the goal. You know, that was the last five minutes and pretty much sealed the win. So, yeah, I think that's technically the best goal I've ever seen. But the only one. Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking about the Bentley one as well against Arsenal. Ooh. That just felt more like a... It's just weird because the whole ground is just quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean by... Power. I mean, you've got to have the ability to fluke yeah. it, if you know what I mean. Plus but it the alley, Yeah, it was Arsenal. Yeah. And he just joined us. Rose as well. I mean, but that was, again, just an almighty wallop, wasn't it? I yeah. think te- technically, Ali's is... Like, it's very tough to beat. So yeah, yeah. The finish was so hard as well. I mean, to hit it on the volley like that. The and it curled. <laughs> See, I couldn't believe it went in. I'd seen the ball hit the net. And yeah. It kind of, it, it, it was like a time to the steal for a second. And Because you, yeah. you see players try that sort of stuff, speculative efforts, and it goes miles wide or the keeper makes a save and you feel yeah. like oh, that would have been a great yeah, goal. Yeah. But it had everything happened. Hit the net. Thing is, as well, he had that fucking beast Jednak on his ass as well, <laughs> coming up to him. If he's running towards you, I am fucking sticking that in Rose Ed, mate. Yeah. You know, like... That's one of my favourite things about that goal is that after he sticks the ball over Jednak, Jednak's like 20 metres ahead of him. He's so yeah. like taken out of the game and flummoxed by what's happened. He's miles away by the time the ball goes in the net. It's Incredible. Just, it's brilliant. And then two minutes later, he's megged someone in the box. Yeah. Yeah. The best defender. Chips. Oh, it wasn't a chip. It's kind of like a... Fuck knows what it was. A little toe poke. Yeah. yeah. And hit the bar. And I was like, imagine those two goals in three minutes. <laughs> like... And then Big Fat NASA sticking it in from... Yeah. Big Fat Chadley. Yeah, man. <laughs> sticking it in from 25 yards. The, the goal yeah, that no one will ever remember. Yeah. And Chadley came on... Created a goal, created Kane's goal, and then scored himself. Yeah, he did very well. He's like, um, he looked like a fat cunt against Leicester, but in this game, he looked like he lost about a stone in like two, three days. Some like fucking middleweight boxer type meltdown, you know what I mean? But he was like with plastic bags, running up Chigwell Heath. He, he, he follows us on, on Twitter. Do you reckon he saw our tweet saying big fat Chadley? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to do like a fat bastard Austin Powers picture with his face on it. Uh, yeah, maybe. But no, um, he, 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 did, he did very well. And, um, he did well. He, he, he got subbed off Eric Dyer, someone who's, you know, been a rock for Spurs. And when he did the sub, I thought, well, you know, in Pottery Trusted is a bit of a cliche, but he came on and did brilliantly. I mean, he did, he did well for the Kane goal in the sense that um, Rose crosses the ball and then Chadley, it was, it was pretty much a lost situation when he got the ball. I thought, thought he'd just hit off the defender and it'll go out for a corner, but he actually made something of that. And, you know, with Kane score, that just got us back in the game. And then, obviously, the last goal he scored was, was pretty good. Yeah. So, Pochettino's been criticised for his substitutions for many... Well, this is one of the few criticisms mm. that are aimed at him. And his game, the game has completely changed on the decisions he made. Taking Dyer off for... It was Chadley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. That was an incredibly bold move and suggested maybe a plan B that everyone thinks he doesn't have. I think the plan B is a bit of a fallacy, but sorry. No, no, no. I was, no, was going to say that <clears throat> the substitute that he made is not characteristic of, of Potts to do that. And when he took off Dyer as well, which has been one of our you know, key players, and bringing on an attacking player, I was like, all right, Hello. all right, he wants this. And it's kind of like, I don't know this... I, I think it's a bit early to say about this pl- the plan B, that um, it, it's worked now, but in the back of my mind, it's kind of like thinking... At this part of the season, this is when you need you need to keep your momentum. You need to keep you need to keep winning because otherwise, that's when you start petering out, and then you do end up fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever. Mm. And you get into these points, 
this point of the season uh, and the wins are so important. And I think maybe in in Potter's mind, it's kind of like, you know, we can do this. Like, Let's fucking have this title. It's, like, it's either <laughs> now or never. And yep. send your attacking players on and score and fucking get those three points. And I think at the time, you know, building up to it, um, he's been very cautious um, in some of his some of his substitutions, and now it's like, you know, throwing caution to the wind and just fucking going for it. I am um, the game on Saturday was the first time I felt like uh, Pochettino's Tottenham has sort of outgrown me and my ambitions for Spurs, all my expectations in the sense that when we equalised and then they put us under a bit of pressure, I was. Looking at the clock, begging for the final whistle at one-one. I was—I'd already made peace with the idea of a draw. I was like, "Nah, you know, Sellers Park. It's always a scrappy place to go. We got turned over last season. The draw's decent. It's all right." But substitutions like the Chadley for Dye one, and the fact that they then go out and execute a game plan, whether it's a plan B or whatever, they kick on a gear, and they go and win the game. Sort of showed me that perhaps I've. You know, I perhaps like a lot of fans are underestimating this team, and they are more for real than I can allow myself to think. Well, which I'm is just terrifying, even saying. This, yeah. is, this, this is a crazy season because things have, <clears throat> things change very quickly. I mean, after we lost to to Leicester at home, it was all very much gloom and doom, mm. and we've got six points out of six in the last two games, and um, now we're now, now we're in the title race. But um, another thing I said to Charlie early on was that do we need to have Dyer and Dembele in the same team if we're looking to win a game? Um, obviously, them two are both individually playing very well. But I think in a game that we're chasing to win, I think it was good of Pochettino to take one of them off and put an attacking player on. Who would you play? In, who, would, who would start? So say we're playing yeah. Watford at home in a few weeks. Who... But you'd argue that maybe you just put Chadley in for right now. It's easy for me to say you put Chadley in. So you drop, I mean, Dyer, you drop Ali back into the prob- midfield team. Probably a, li- a little deeper, but I don't think yeah. you need. I don't think you need to have two defensive anchors in midfield. If mm. I agree with you, but you can't. You can't drop. I'm not. I'm not saying we have I to. Know, I know. I know. I know. And you can't. <clears throat> if if Dembele's fit, you've yeah. got to play. The team who started against um, against Palace, Trippier aside, are undroppable by and large. Yeah. You know, and um, but if you are going to tinker with anything, you probably maybe take the handbrake off and take a defensive midfielder off and put maybe Lamella or Chadley at the pitch. I suppose it's really encouraging because he's <clears throat> he's showing an evolving game management ability, Pochettino. I think the fact that we're seeing him being able to mix things up yeah. and now, I think now that he's got players coming back from injury as well. I mean, Chadley coming back and despite carrying a bit of timber. The fact he's coming back now and he's scoring goals and he's looking like he can be effective. Ben Taleb finally seems to have come back in from the cold. Yeah, He's now got the options where he can decide mid-match if we don't need two anchor midfielders. All right, well, I can bring on Lamella, I can bring on yeah. Chadley, I can bring on Son, whoever's on the bench. It's great. I mean, I don't think we've ever had a squad this good, ever, in my time in Sporting Spurs in terms of the depth. I mean, on paper, you, would, you wouldn't... Most people wouldn't agree with you, but you're right. You're absolutely right. As, as Just... Everybody's come in and, and is reliable. Even when you, we've had key injuries to Dembele, uh, Mason's out and he was one of our starters last year. <clears throat> There's been time, Chadley's been out for a long, long time. Mm. Even Son came in for Kane and played amazingly against Leicester the other week. I mean, the fact that Benzelib and Mason were so important last season. Yeah. yeah. You know, they were undroppable yeah. for the last half of the season. The fact that they've scarcely played a minute between them. And I mean, we've not. 
you know, sort of forgot that Ben Taleb existed oh. in about December. It's yeah. ridiculous. But I'm, mad, I'm thrilled it? he's back, though. Thrilled he's back. Mad last season, Mason and Ben Taleb were the, were the boys. Yeah. And it, this, like, he, like, he just played. Yeah. I mean, the only thing with the depth stuff is the Kane situation. And despite the fact we sort of got <clears> by the Leicester round and, you know, there's talk that, oh, well, Chadley or Son can play up front and it's not that big a deal. I think I completely disagree. If Kane gets injured, I think we're done. I really do. I yeah. think we. I think we'll struggle a lot. Yeah, but I think um, not. That we won't get relegated. Shut the club down. <laughs> but the goal we considered against Aston Villa at home, I think Mason lost his runner, and mm. um, that happened game after game last season. I think Postino identified that, and um, him moving Dyer there was, I think, was a result of um, us not losing our markers game after game after game. I think you just who's big. <laughs> Who's a big stiff idiot? Yeah. <laughs> is a big stiff idiot. He'll stand there and not. He hasn't really forward. got a position yet. He won't argue. No, he won't <laughs> argue. You won't even notice the discussion. He, he's no Just star, get man. in there. <laughs> so you he's used to play in defence. You move forward five yards down. Just stand there. He's a Tottenham Hotspur Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. He's the, he's the bollocks. Oh, he's brilliant. I love him. He and he and Ali have got that. Their like bromance. their bromance is like one for the ages. Did you see that dance? The, t- the dance. dance. <laughs> <laughs> what was, was that? I couldn't see it. Oh, was... um, and we're gonna. I suppose the depth thing again is gonna be tested now because of the Vatongan injury. You know, that's the first big. You know, we talk about Dembele missing and stuff, but yeah. you know, a lot of our success you could easily argue is down to the fact that we've we've been able to play Alderweireld and Vertonghen every single minute of every yeah. single Premier League game, well, up until sort of Saturday. Rick, yeah. what do you think of Vimmer? Mm. Will he be able to come and deputise? Yeah, I think he will. Um, I've been I've been impressed with him, and a bit, I think what uh, Poch says is kind of everyone, every single person within the squads you know, you'll get your chance and you're kind of, you have to be ready and you have to take that chance and it, there's no good of like, if you be, if you're out, then your attitude stinks and you're not training hard, you're not focused and you're being a fat Chadley. Um, the, big fat Chadley. <laughs> big fat Chadley, sorry. Um, so I think people are that focused that when they do come in, that they will do their job. And uh, I think what I've seen of Wimmer, you know, he, he's not Vertonghen, but... I think he'll. I think he'll do a decent he has, job. He has been reliable. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and good on the ball. I, mean, I, I don't. He probably doesn't have the same technique and ability to storm forward as Vertonghen has. Although they've definitely tapered Vertonghen, uh, Vertonghen's will to to drive forward with the ball. That's certainly a part of his game we've seen less of this season. But I agree. In the the, the games that we have seen, even the Arsenal game that we lost yeah. at, in the League Cup, I thought he was given the fact that he had to play next to Fazio. <laughs> He still did all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he also is left-footed, so it's kind of a bit yeah. of a blessing from that point of view. So still retain the balance that we had with Vertonghen and, and um, Alderweireld. We still retained retained that balance, I'd say. Um, but, I mean, talking about squad depth, I think there's only maybe one, maybe two players who you'd, ab- you'd, you'd audibly groan if they started a game. Last season, we had um, Paulinho, Kirikesh, um, Adebayo to a degree. We had so loads of players there. last year. Yeah. You think, what the fuck are they doing on the fucking pitch? But this year, there's less. I think everyone in our squad has got a, it's got a role to play, as I've said, and I think that's testament to how Pochettino has um, moulded his squad. I think Townsend's the sort. Of, and I mean, he looks like he's gone, but 
he seems to be the last kind of divisive figure in the squad where you would, you would have a proper argument with someone. Like someone would think he's good, but someone would think he's absolutely yeah. the pits. Yeah. And apart from that, everyone everyone seems to love everyone. Now, what, don't they? It's what, weird. What do you think about Burnley's Cafu down the right hand side? <laughs> I just realised who the fuck you meant. He's, he's someone who I always thought would improve with more games, and he's been a bit of a he's, a, he's been a symbol of that. Um, We're still on Watford. for England's, England's starting right back by the end of the season. Yeah, unless if there's some kind of mass assassination at a football, a football ground around the country, then yeah. What of right backs? Yeah. <laughs> no, if Klein and Walker suddenly you know get get some laugh in illness, then yeah. Maybe. I think Klein's overrated. He is overrated, he is terrible but, but he's ahead of he's ahead of um, Trippy in the pecking order for England. That's my, <laughs> my dad would describe him as pup. <laughs> That's an underrated word. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was the Americans say poop? I'm pretty sure my dad's the only man on earth that says poop. No, he's not. <laughs> go, are you fine? Go upstairs and have a poop. <laughs> I think a lot of dads like like him. Big dad boy, dad. <laughs> but um, no, I think I think Trippy has played well. I think there's a bit of um, trust in other players that, um, with him. Um, the only blot in his book would be the um, Sunderland goal. Um, him and Ali were culpable for that. But mm. but, but uh, that aside, I think no, I think he's filled in very well. Gives us another option, doesn't he? I like the fact yeah. that we look like a slightly different attacking unit when he plays. And well, if him was, and Rose on the flanks, I think it's very... Yeah, I mean, they were you know they were basically playing as wingers, weren't they? I mean, well, for, they, were, they were having Palace having to mark our full-backs. Yeah. It, was, it was insane. But... You know, a lot of people talk about Trippier's crossing no. being his thing, but then also the fact that a lot of them are just sort of slung over and don't really do anything. But you know, if one in one in six crosses sort of hit the, you know, hit Kane in the middle, that's a lot better than Walker, I suppose. I think that's as much as other players getting used yeah. to his game and how he crosses yeah. the ball. And when people sense how, sense what crosses he likes and doesn't like, then maybe we'll get more fruition. Perhaps, like perhaps someone yeah. big like Chadley, yeah. big fat Chadley but on the back stick, because <laughs> that's where they seem to end up. Do you reckon we can get Chadley from, <coughs> to stop yeah. using the dolphin emoji and find like a little fat emoji? <laughs> <laughs> like a little Buddha. <laughs> big fat Chadley. But, um, but I was going to say, um, fullback was a position where we struggled with for a long time. Yeah. And now we've got four. four now, now we've got four very, very capable Spoil. players who can come in and do a job. And I think it's a. I think it's a great thing the way they just rebuilt our squad. Yeah, I wonder um, if they'll all stay happy. That's I wonder if someone like Davies. I don't, Davies see, I don't see why not. They're not they're not going to play for better than Tottenham any of them. No, that's true. And I think um, I think they they've recognised that when they're in form they play. Mm. Um, if someone comes in and plays better than them, they yeah. lose their position. And I think as a footballer and a professional, you understand if you're playing well, you accept that that it might result in that you're going to be in the team. It's one of my favourite Pochettino quotes that he said since being here. Is that when you sign for a football club, you sign to train for a football club. And if you do well in training, then you play. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's the only thing that you can promise. Yeah, we didn't sign you to play, we signed you to train. Yeah. But wouldn't that be, if you're trying to sign a superstar, right? How demoralising would that be? What the fuck, really? <laughs> so it's not about the football and the glory and the 90 minutes and all that it's shit that Bill Nichols has said. It's about the fucking shuttle runs. Yeah. <laughs> get running. Get the, get the cones. <laughs> yeah. The benefits of fans, six though. aside for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, benefits of fans, though. 
from yeah. that from that philosophy benefits the fans more yeah, than yeah. probably the players themselves because we'll have players who yeah. are prepared to go off. And um, I mean, Clinton is a player who I've criticised this season. Oh, God, I forgot but he he's, he's, a, he's, he's another one who I think with the run of games, yeah. we might see the reason why we bought him. But this season, I don't think we did the best of him. He'll need a no, summer. I don't even play, will he? Um, well, it's unlikely, isn't it? I mean, his injury is pretty bad. Alex Pritchard is going to win us the league. That's the thing. The I, mean, look I, I, had a, I had a premonition this morning that Pritchard is going to come back sort of mid-March. Is that when he's due back? Well, it's a couple of weeks of it, but he'll, he'll have a few under-21 games and he'll be ready for around that sort of North London derby time. For the record, this is a player that Ricky, um, sorry, uh, Wendy said wouldn't be above League One player. So... I'm You've just throwing them under a bus. Well, though. I have because everyone, oh, Wendy knows everything. Well, no, nah. <laughs> apparently you don't. I mean, to be fair, well, actually, he might he's still definitely going to end up in League One now, isn't he? One hundred percent. He's going to win us the league. I love you, Wendy, very much. Oh, if he did that. One last thing on Trippier: um, crossing's become like a forgotten art in in, in modern football. You, you just don't see it, and I think if we can utilize that skill in him, because he, the kid loves loves to just whip the ball across. Then we will. He, you know, it, he does a, love a cross. I've never seen anything like it. A massive, a massive benefit to our game, especially when you've got to use a cliche, certainly in the air, an old-fashioned centre forward in Kane. Oh, that, that leap on Saturday, mate. Oh, that salmon. I loved. Oh. I, I loved. I loved, I loved the, the 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 alley goal because of the surprise and shock of it. But there was something immensely satisfying about Kane's header. It's just he just nipped in front of the man and just fucking get in the net. It was the uh, the out muscle. A lot Palace have got like decent defence, and it's like out muscling both of them and getting his head there and fucking nutting it in. It's uh, yeah, it was, it's an art form doing that. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's amazing. I was gonna go back to something and now I've forgotten. You fucked everything up. <coughs> cane. Oh, the crossing. That's yeah. it. Uh, we're saying that, saying that it's a bit of a you know it's, it's a lost art form, but. I don't know whether it's kind of whether Potter's saying that because of our possession football. If you if you continue to cross, then obviously there's that chance that you're going to lose possession. It's going to go to the other team. So I don't know how much he says about like only cross if you're in a certain area or you know. I, I don't know how. Obviously, I'm not part of the yeah the team, so I can't, so I can't tell not. you. Nah. Uh, <laughs> but, I'm, um, I'm going. That's... Make an assumption. Yeah, all right. Uh, he tells everybody, don't cross. <laughs> don't cross until... until uh, and Trippier yeah, yeah. immediately gets on the pitch and forgets. Yeah. <laughs> forgets it all. He, go, he goes rogue. <laughs> He's like McNulty. <laughs> <laughs> Slinging him out. All right, so who's your man of the match for the week end? I would say Moussa Dembele, because I'm a hipster. I would also say Moussa Dembele. Oh, well, I'm not a hipster no more. Mm. I was going to say Dembele, I'll say someone else. Was you going to say him as well, though? Yeah. Well, you look, the consensus right. is consensus. He was brilliant. And Harry Kane was superb yeah, he on was. Saturday. He like, was. I, think, I feel like we almost take it for granted now. Yeah. And again, going back to the Ali thing, because he's the new sort of flavour of the month. Yeah. Kane, Kane's excellence just flies under the radar, but every single week that kid just holds the ball up supremely well, he runs is. and runs and runs and runs. You know, takes chances, creates chances. He's just truly, truly he's one brilliant. Of the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. And it's not like, you know, no one can, you know, say anything about him being a one season wonder anymore or just a flash in the pan. Like, he's for real. Yeah, we've got, is. we've stumbled across like a £50 million striker who loves the club, who's 20, what is he, 22 years old, just, yeah. 
It's, it's ridiculous. And we're, we're, so, we're so lucky. genuinely have stumbled across yeah. him because he's been a part of it. Yeah. But he's only been and some he was, shit. And he was rubbish. He was rubbish. Was rubbish. I don't Absolutely. care what anyone says. He was rubbish. He was Courageous. shit. <laughs> he was fucking shit. He'll even admit that. Every <laughs> club he went to, he was shit. <laughs> Until he got into our first team, then he was amazing. <laughs> it was almost like was he didn't want to give the game away. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I'll get my chance. Even, I remember going to a pre-season friendly at the beginning <laughs> of last season. We played Schalke. And Kane came on. And he went on a sort of winding run towards the end. And this was back when he looked like he was the slowest professional footballer in yeah. the history of the sport. Yeah. And he sort of went on a run and ended up like falling over the ball. And everyone just started laughing. And it was like, oh, it's just Harry. You know, <laughs> letting, letting Harry go on and have a little go. And now look at him. It's, he's like, it's insane. He's I've never seen anything like it. I don't think I ever will. Yeah, absolutely superb thing really it over is the top. A, it is a... No, you're right, though. The, the, the change in him... Is is incredible because I, I I saw him in a couple of uh, youth games as well and just remember seeing him as a big lumbering cunt <laughs> just 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 bowling about not really doing anything. Big lumbering uh, cunt. And it's just like this lump of a, a guy. Title, so uh, <laughs> the, 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 like the ball would come to him and it's just like this big fucking geezer just not doing anything. And then like there's people like Windy going yeah he's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Like, You're right, mate. <laughs> Yeah, he's like your little no, cousin who, who, who used to be a little squirt that you bully. Yeah, and then over the summer he squirt up, just had a growth spurt and could kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Out of my wife said that she was watching match the day on Saturday. She was like, "When did Kane like turn into some sort of like buff bloke? Who, yeah, you know, like can bowl, he's... bowl people over with his shoulders. It's amazing." Yeah, it's perfect over every game. And what's <laughs> used to be Hugo Lloris? Yeah. <laughs> the standard. She moved. She moved on to. Oh, from she's Larice. such a floozy. That she one. really is. Has she moved on from Reese? No, it's still it's still, still Hugo. Yeah. She had her head turned a bit by Toby, I think. Wow. But, um, she's human. It's yeah. got a worse haircut ever, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's got to stop. All it's that this thing, though. Haircut nut- nuttery. <laughs> It's like, it's like Jean-Claude Van Damme in 89, doesn't he? Do you know Nicholson? I was, I've been reading the Glory <laughs> game. Nicholson would would hate the long hair. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He go, he, 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 I think he didn't want to put out a team photo because so many of them had long hair in it. Good, yeah. I think uh, <clears throat> Fergie, yeah. um, he used to, I think he, he didn't particularly find players, but if you came in with a perm, mm. that was all the rage. He was fucking angry. Yeah. If I don't say this body will kill me, but Daniel Passarella, the Argentina manager, famously dropped Redondo for growing his hair long. Sounds like a dickhead. I know, but... Hey. <laughs> I, know, I quite like Bardi it. needed me to say it, so <clears throat> I said it. Rick, who's your man of the match? Um, I'm going to go against the grain and go uh, Deli Alley, just because of that goal, yeah. And it's got Milton <laughs> Keynes. <that> goal, yeah. <laughs> essentially for... Four touches of the ball. Yeah, and but it, don't get me wrong, amazing one this game. Uh, but he uh, was he was very average. Yeah, other than that uh, goal. and then the uh, little dink through the legs. And yeah, then the, yeah, that was the, amazing. The poke on the bar. Yeah, and, and smashing that goodbye. I'm not ever going to have a fine for it. Yeah, there you go. He's going to get sent off soon, isn't he? That oh was god, the, yeah. My, my takeaway, other than that, he's a genius. Was that what, some ref is going to see like. Ooh. See his name in lights and be like, I'm going to be the first ref to send off Deli Alley and teach him a lesson. Oh, just he's definitely going to go. And then, and, then the fir- and then the first yeah, ref oh, in God. history is going to do kind of go back on his card in. So he'll give him a red, then Ali would give him that little cute wave, and then he'll just go, actually, no, it was a yellow. It was a yellow. <laughs> Didn't mean it. The funny thing is, that little wave celebration has become a thing. He did it, I think, after the, after the goal as well. 
uh, as a part of his celebration. <laughs> but it's in it's a complete juxtaposition between his his personality on the pitch. Yeah. That little cute wave and his strange little boyish face. Baby face assassin, isn't it? Yeah. That's exactly what he is. All right. That's it from for the one, first half. From, from one to another. I want to talk a little bit about Pardew just gloating his stupid face. Oh. But I'm going to do it after Windy. Yeah. Windy, about to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Several pieces of information to give you this week. First up, Shaq Cawthurst has joined Peterborough on a permanent deal for an undisclosed fee. That came as no major surprise since he's been having trials with other clubs, namely Fleetwood Town. And I think, to be fair to Shaq, he's done well to get a League One club. Um, apparently he had a promising debut for them. Long may it continue. I hope he does well for them. He was never really of the required level um, for where he wanted to be and it's best for him and the club that he he moved on. So well done to him and I hope he has a good career there. Uh, Other news is that Connor Ogilvie has signed a new contract until 2017. That's obviously good news. Um, I imagine that that will be the triggering of an extra year at Spurs' discretion Um, and he's doing very well at Stevenage so there'd be no reason why we wouldn't do that. So that's great. And I'm told there should be some more contract news next week or perhaps the end of this week. In other news, uh, Mark Warburton has spoken about Nathan Odua's loan spell at Rangers coming to an end. He was talking about the lack, the respect uh, between the two clubs, Spurs and Rangers, um, and he's, he spoke about how it was a football decision. Nathan basically made the call to come back, and he said it's now now it's a decision between the two clubs to make sure how how he moves on to the next stage of his education. Rotherham manager Neil Redfern has been speaking very highly about Grant Ward after their game against Cardiff at the weekend. He said he's an absolutely outstanding young talent. His performance today was such a mature performance for a young boy. He's got all the facets going for him because he can deal with the ball in tight situation. He's a goal threat. He's got quality in possession and he works hard. I think it's very encouraging that Ward's doing so well and playing so much regular football in the Championship. He's always struck me as a player that's a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. He's kind of pretty good at everything uh he also presses well so he could be one of the next ones in line for some some first team training in the um in the summer and early next season i think he suits the pochettino style fairly well and you never know he might get a chance on the bench alex pritchard is apparently now two weeks away from uh being match sharp and ready for selection there have been rumours linking him with loan moves to Burnley and Lyle Thomas on Twitter was saying that there are several other clubs who would be interested in Pritchard should he be made available. So wait and see on that one. This week I had a question from Richard Pardy on Twitter. That's at Dick Pardy, P-A-R-D-E-E. He says, I saw something about Musa Yahaya going to Portugal. Can you give some info on the next Fighting Cock podcast? It's such a strange one, Yahaya, because I've heard completely con- contradictory um, pieces of information depending on who I've spoken to. So he's a player that was certainly training with Spurs. He'd been involved in friendly matches behind closed doors. He wasn't eligible to play in the under-18 league, nor was he eligible to play in the under-21 league. So no one's, no one's seen him, basically. He certainly was training with the club, though, and I was told that they weren't overly impressed by him 
that they thought they already had players at a, a higher level than him um, and that they weren't that bothered either way whether they could get him or not. The question mark's always been over his work permit and, and how we'd go about getting that. I was told it was rejected and that Spurs wouldn't be following up, but perhaps this move to Portugal is, is one last attempt to, to try and sort something out and perhaps they're hopeful that once that moves that moves come to an end, they can try and apply for a work permit again. I unfortunately don't know much about the regulations, so um, I'll leave that one with you. Finally, I've been meaning to ask you, you may have noticed there's been a slight change of style in my delivery of this update. Do I change my intro? Do I change my outro? Is that going to throw you off scent too much? Let me know. Let me know what you think, whether you want me to um, keep it as it is or whether I could take a more conversational style to lull you into a, a, a youth update each week. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Got podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Cheers, Windy. Cheers. Thanks. A uh, quick mention to Dave Bowman, who won the Savile Rogue Scarf a couple of weeks ago, just before Christmas, uh, when he told the story about him being touched up by a man in a public toilet in Port Vale, which turned out to be a complete lie that he told his dad because he didn't want to admit that he'd shat himself. It was a great story. We might, I haven't published it yet. We'll probably publish it on the, on the front of the fighting cock. But he's just... We, we, made, we appealed to him. We pleaded with him to tell his dad the truth because for 20 years or whatever it's been, his dad's convinced that that's what's happened. And uh, while his dad is furious... He's glad it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so well done, Dave. For 20, 28 years, 27 years. 27 man. years your dad's been living with that. Uh, the but, only time your dad's glad that you shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but you you owned up, you did the right thing, and um, I'm sure we'll get over it now. Once so, again, yeah. the fighting cock, a force for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, we're bringing back the campaign against living miserably. <laughs> Wording, probably read out. Um, 12 men a day commit suicide. It is, in fact, the biggest killer of young men aged under 45 in the UK. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be someone you know. Calm, have a helpline open from 5 till midnight. The number is 0808-802-5858. Their web chat is open from 5pm until midnight. Visit thecalmzone.net. And Twitter handle is at thecalmzone. Anyone fancy the double? <coughs> Fancy the treble. What? Treble, man. Treble's on. We're never losing the game again. He's beating us. I can't see it. Although we have got some tricky games coming up now. We've got Norwich and... Watford. Watford, which on paper you'd hope that we would win. Um, But then obviously there's Man City away. We've got Arsenal at home. Chelsea away still to play. Those are three tricky... We've got United at home, which is huge. West Ham away. Chelsea away. Liverpool away, Stoke away. Um, so some tough games. Yeah, I was there was a piece that just went up on the Guardian before we started this, looking at the four title contenders, which I'm still in slight disbelief that we're now officially considered one of. And uh, they were going through the run-ins, and it looks like we might have the toughest. But you know, we've lost three games all year. No one's beaten us, you know, handsomely. We've not lost a game by more played- than one goal. No one's played us off the park all season, so who knows? I was speaking to my old man today, and he said, "Are we talking about winning the league again?" Because that's basically the basis of everything. You have been banging that drum, to be fair. Oh, oh all, the, all year. That's, yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it for four years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Dad rang me up earlier, and he went, 
You ready? You getting the tattoo then? You ready? He's, he's obsessed with his day. <laughs> what is it? Dare to date? Yeah. Uh, which I reckon there's been about at least a hundred people contact us say, yeah. saying they're willing to get the tattoo if Spurs win the league, and I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah. Oh, I think I'll sure. get a tattoo for win the league. Just Dave, though. The word Dave. Dare to Dave. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Lau Hardy of New Wave Tattoo in, in Muswell Hill, who was on the pod a little while ago, has also promised to do as many free Dave's tattoos as he can do in a day. So if it does happen, we'll have to, we'll have to just book a day out in the shop. He said he'd do it for free. We'll take some cameras down there, record it. It could be an event. So uh, if anyone else wants to get their Dave tattoo, tweet us, should we win the league? If you win the double, three Daves. <laughs> Treble, sorry, three Daves. You're for paying for all the Daves. <laughs> now Hardy's offered for free. I get a Celtic band of just Dave, 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 Dave going around my arm. Go, go mosaic. <laughs> Some of history's famous Daves. Just... <laughs> <laughs> We're not Cameron. No. Um, <clears throat> so Vasconi uh, wrote an article on the blog uh, about the lack of song for Toby out of Airelt. Lack of song in general, I think. I think every week we get asked, why isn't there a song for Pochettino? Why isn't there a song for this player and that yeah. player? Um, somebody actually sent us a question. Um, his name is Zach, I forget his first name, but on Facebook. I was on Facebook and um, he said back in the 80s on the shelf, all 11 players had a song. Mm. I mean, could you imagine that now? Jesus. I think because now um, teams are, teams are, the turnover is so high now mm. that you find a song and then <laughs> the player's gone. So, I don't do, know. do you know um, the ultras or that wall of sound that they have at Dortmund? Mm. Um, they find players that are out of form or they feel like they need moral support and they'll allocate a section of the support who's role it is for that that game to get behind and build up that player so wow. that they get That's confidence. That's utopia, man. I know, I know. And, and you'd have people in England moaning about the fact that that's Soldado contrived. could still be here scoring 25 goals a season. Yeah. If I think I'd have to... I want to lose my voice if I <laughs> to think about him. But doesn't, doesn't that define the word support? Yeah. It does, and I do... I, it, I do find it a bit controlled. Yeah, I know. I, can you imagine uh, just being in Park Lane and going... Fazio, 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 Fazio. Stick your left. <laughs> it's something really weird and stupid. Uh, yeah, you're right. Don't worry about the Oggy Fazio. Don't worry, son. In the other league, in the Champions League, you fucked us. Scored four own goals. You can. <laughs> we like being ninth. It's fine. Don't worry, mate. Uh, EBPP on Twitter. He are what? I was going to say that we've, got, that we've asked. It's a bit of a request, isn't it? What for Pochettino and Toby? Got oh, right, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, um, there's a bit of a request we're putting out for songs for Toby or Poch, and the best song may get the fighting cock treatment. I.e., will sing the song on the podcast. Or they it, it better if they record it and we can just play it. Yeah. And but if it's really good, we will make fools of ourselves and sing it. Yeah, so so do that. Um, the email is editor at thefightingcock.co.uk. Yes, it is. So send it there. All right, EBPP on Twitter. He says, rate our title chances in just one word. Slim. <laughs> uh, glorious. Don't know, that doesn't really make any sense. Fat. Because yeah. he said slim. Kane. There you go. Mm. I should have read that and I thought something better. I oh, know, I didn't really... Yeah, mine was rubbish. 
we'll, we'll, at the end of the show, we'll, again, we'll go again. <laughs> we'll go again later in the show. If anyone yeah. thinks of any any others, then uh, we'll read them out at the end. Say them at the end of the show. Just yeah. scream them out. That's to- right. To- to- yeah, <laughs> as we record. <laughs> Toby Davies. Ambitious. <laughs> Toby Davis ten. On Twitter, he says, my mate is always turning up late to watch Spurs or doesn't show up at all because of his girlfriend. Should he be punished? Um, yeah, because I think he's using his girlfriend as an excuse. I think that's pretty uh, pretty lame on his part to be blaming her. I mean, she's not his keeper. He's not under house arrest. But sometimes women are like that. And they are. Sometimes they do end up like being that. your keeper. And, and uh, it does sometimes feel like you're under house arrest. I think Charlie was on something. He said sometimes men are like that. Sometimes men feel that they've got to. I mean, you know, in long-term relationships, you do, you know, commit yourself to. You do try and give as much of your, as much of yourself as you can to your partner. But I think in this case, maybe he's going a bit too far by missing his beloved Spurs. For they are his beloved Spurs. Welcome to the Fighting Cock Counselling Corner. Careful, son. <laughs> it's that dear Deirdre. Right. <laughs> I, uh, you know. I... I've been in a relationship with my missus for fucking hell, I don't know, 14, 15 years, whatever. Yeah. And her her saying kind of I don't I don't even know if it's her saying that, you know, you can't go to the games or whatever, but you need to pick your battles. You mm. do you do you do what you do, you do all the shit, you do the washing up, you do, you know, changing the baby's nappy, you do all that stuff, and when it comes round to Saturday and it's ten o'clock and she's like Oh, like you're going to Spurs a bit early. You just say, fuck off. <laughs> yeah? I've been doing my bit all week. All week. This is my time. And then you bowl out the door. Or you pretend to fall down the stairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you lie. You do whatever you can. Oh, and you go and watch that. Tottenham. <laughs> go and watch Tottenham. Yeah, go and watch Tottenham with the boys. That's what it's about, man. Nothing gets in the way of my day. You've got Nothing. half your face hanging off. Yeah, <laughs> man. Arm in a sling. That's it. You Tottenham just... ruining relationships and bodies. Yes, <laughs> no, if, if, if you if you you know you you pick your battles, you put the groundwork in, and then then you build your empire. What I do love about your relationship with your missus is that she does know that Tottenham are first. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's in in a way that's kind of makes me a bit sad. But in a way, I think yeah. So what? <laughs> what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're not going to leave me. No. You've got two kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? I left it in. you got the babies. That's it. I've done this deal. Now it's my time. My time. Leave it in. <laughs> what have you got? Um, Anything else? No, what's what's the answer to the question? Should he be punished? Um... No, I think he's a terrible person for blaming. He's punishing himself, really. Yeah, if any, you know, he's he's having to suffer here. I mean, you know, he's missing the the rise of Ali and Dyer. He's it's, it's his loss. Mm. We it's do the... tend to start games quite slowly at the moment, so he's probably not missing much by turning up twenty minutes late. But, but not showing up at all because I was going. I think he oh, should, yeah, I think he should be punished. Um, in South Korea, I'm a long time ago. They have um, this thing where you do a forfeit, where you put your ass for the target, <laughs> and a bunch of people put blast footballs at it. So maybe something like that would do. Yep. A forfeit of some sort, so yeah. Punish him. Alright, so next game is Colchester in the fuck up. Mm-hmm. In the fuck up. Is that it? Well, is it on Saturday? 
Yes, yeah. it's on Saturday. I'm, I'm actually, oh, and then there's a whole week of football. I'm actually going. They're yeah. all in Barcelona and some weird stag do at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> someone, is someone on the coaching team getting married or something? What's going oh, on? Why are they all just prancing around the Ramblers? <laughs> Fuck off to Spain. Hello. Yeah, it's ridiculous. In the middle of the season, boys. <laughs> Cheeky cunts. What do you think you're doing? What, um, loads of pictures of Spanish people like posing with Belgians. <laughs> Our Belgians. <laughs> Our Belgians. <laughs> having some paella on the Ramblers. Ridiculous. Get to work. <laughs> is anyone else's arsehole goal a little bit when uh, Bale was on the plane to Spain? Just just a little bit? Any mm. any part of you? About, sorry, um, Kane. See, he's just coming back. <laughs> Kane with his brother. You're a mug, mate. What? Get the words right. All right, apologies. All right, thanks. It's both got four letters. That's true. Yeah, there you I go. So anyway, see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? All, all our best players do. Yeah. Ali, Kane, Bale, Dial, Dial. Gonna be all night, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Rose, <laughs> Rose, <laughs> Hugo, <laughs> Toby, Toby. <laughs> Jose Dominguez. <laughs> Jose Dominguez. Come on. Charlie, you ain't had one yet. Luke Young. <laughs> Gary Doherty. Oh, Gary. Right. Let's stop. Mabbott. <laughs> King. There you go. Oh, oh, there you can make an argument. The last five great Spurs players have all got four that names. Yeah. King, Bale, Kane, Kane, Alec, that's just four. And yeah. Dive. Still from Dive. Sorry, that was a... <laughs> Dreadful tangent, I took a step. I'm really sorry. Bow's hairline from the forum kindly put together some facts about Colchester. They are as follows, T. It claimed to be the oldest town in Britain and once a Roman capital of Britain. I thought the capital of Britain was... was um... Anyway, it's not because we're going to see. Fuck it. There's a population of... Hold, hold on, hold on. Rome... What it does was that Chichester. Mean? That when... was the fucking capital of England before London. Apparently. Yeah, that's where my mum's from. Yeah. There you go. It's another fact for you. See, it has, a, a, popu- it has a population of 121,859 people. Boring. It has, it's, a con- <laughs> it's a conservative constituency. It's the most boring thing we can find. <laughs> yeah. <out. laughs> These are facts about culture. We don't know fuck all about them. The nursery ram Humpty Dumpty was... Well, we're getting to that. Oh, sorry, sorry. The nursery ram Humpty Dumpty was allegedly written in Colchester. Better. <laughs> the popular TV presenter Dermot O'Leary, Dirty Goon, I was from there. And the oldest hot cross bun was baked in Colchester in 1869. What about what number mean? five? Does that mean the first hot cross bun? I'm not saying that. The oldest hot cross bun was baked. Doesn't make what, what about number five? Give it a go, T. The people from Colchester are called Colchesterians. 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 Fuck those. Fuck, but, um, I am never in, going to Colchester. In more... Oh, fucking fact. In more... There's another <laughs> fucking fact for you. And stick your Tory hot cross fuck. buns up your ass. <laughs> fuck, Col- fuck Colchester. But um, in more pertinent <laughs> facts, um, they are 22nd in League One and have conceded <laughs> the most goals in the league. 65 goals have conceded. Um, and they have not won since October in the league. So, so this, against... this points to a Colchester winning 3-1 against Spurs, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking a cheeky 1-0. What a culture yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Big Fat Chadley's not going to enjoy this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Big Fat Chadley's going to hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to go to, go to Liquid, you know? Yeah. He's going to have half his eye on the full-time whistle on oh, these. God, yeah. He's going to have his eye night. on that fucking hot cross bun. <laughs> 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 well, well done, this hot cross bun. That's another one, it's 300 years old. <laughs> Just crumbs coming out of his mouth. Huh? <laughs> you fat pig. <laughs> 
That's made me laugh a lot more than it should. <laughs> Big fat Chadley. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I think Big Fat Chadley is the best invention the fighting cocks ever come up with. BFC. <laughs> BFC. Um, <laughs> so, what kind of team do you think we'll start against? Um, against Coates? I hope to God, God Chadley starts. Big Fat Chadley up up top. Yeah. I think he's the striker. I think they'll play quite a similar team to Leicester. This yeah. is a Colchester that's below Fleetwood in the league. I, I, th- I wondered how they'd got through to round four, but they, they beat Cholton, who are obviously in the most unsightly mess any football team's <laughs> yeah. been in for a while. Yeah. So that's yeah, they're in a fucking <laughs> disgusting <laughs> mess. They are, aren't they? they got, oh, I like, no, I'm a big they, fan of Cholton. They got, oh, no, I've, got, I've got a Cholton fan at work, Jed, he's a legend. He got, they got pumped 5 0. I love that word, pumped. Yeah. They got pumped 5 0 by Huddersfield and then 6 0 by Hull. But, but they, they refunded, fucks, they refunded their fans all up after in the first defeat. Did they actually <laughs> refund them? Johnny, no, Johnny, Johnny Jackson, Jackson expert yeah. Johnny Jackson. But then they lost I mean, again. Yeah, there's no more. evidence that he actually did. <laughs> Big talk, Johnny. Just tweet it, forget <laughs> about <laughs> it. Big talk, Johnny. <laughs> Let's see some receipts. <laughs> He's like everybody on Twitter, you tweet and forget. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that wasn't me that tweeted the time. Perhaps he was pissed during the game, and that's why he <laughs> lost at 5 0, and then still pissed afterwards and sent a tweet. But two away games in a row, losing them like <laughs> more than five is a scrim. Just getting pumped. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Well, the, the, the team. Colchester. So, oh, the team, Vorm, the team Vorm will play. Maybe Trippier again. Yeah. I thought I thought Vaughan redeemed himself against Leicester. Yeah, he was um, brilliant. Ricky commented there. We didn't talk about Leicester a lot, a lot in the first half, but um, I thought he played very well. And um, he's a very capable goalkeeper. I think the Leicester mistake last season is something that's kind of hung over him. Yeah. But he's a perfectly capable backup, and um, I <laughs> think he'll, he'll start. They've conceded 65 goals <laughs> in 20, 28 games. 65 goals! In League One. <laughs> Fuck me. There's, like, they've got a minus 29 goal difference. Spurs have got a plus 22. 22 yeah. I can't do... I'm not very good at maths, but that's fucking shitloads of goals. That's just insane. But um, Big swing. <clears throat> yeah. I've got to give a shout out to um, Gazer on, on, um, on Reddit, who you know, put together some stats about this game. Um, yeah. Radors. Yep. I probably pronounced it fucking wrong, but um, God give him a shout out because um, I know fuck all about Colchester. So the fact he's you know gone through the trouble of informing us that they've let because our preview would be over by now. <clears> yeah, yeah. If he hadn't. this so. makes astonishing reading. No, like, they are god awful. Go on, do it, T. <laughs> do what? What? Well, the other stuff. Um, Read out the facts. <clears throat> well, the, the, the facts are actually interesting rather than all that shit about Colchester. We, we, co- <laughs> we covered them all. They've not. They've not won since October. Oh, you've done it? Yeah, basically. What about the George Moncler? They've gone 14 games in the league without a win. George 11, 11 losses and three, three draws. draws. That's... <laughs> Jesus. We're oh, God, we're so going to lose. We're going to beat, man. This is our fault. But as Flavis so done to tell everyone, George Moncler is their top scorer. And he's the son of John Moncler, who used to play for Spurs as a schoolboy. Brilliant. But uh, Marvin Sordell, he, he, he was like yeah. next big thing, wasn't he? Yeah. He, went to, he played in the Olympics. He, was a yeah, he did, yeah, for the great British team. He, yeah. went, he went to school near where I live, went to school in Harrow. Oh, God. He was North, North, North Weezy. Watford and Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, is that yeah. Burnley yeah. as well, Millwall? And then now he's at, now that's some god-awful he's, team. He, he stinks <laughs> of an attitude problem. Definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no Massively. way you end up playing like, on, on, the, on the kind of... You know, playing under 21s, doing all right for Great Britain in the Olympics. Why Olympians? It's a fucking Colchester. Stinks of it. Stinks of, a, of attitude problems. You're like, no, Ranger levels, man. Yeah. 
No, Ranger's like the top, top, top level of... Leon Knight. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he sounds like a Leon Knight. Like, that's not... I mean, he might be a perfectly lovely bloke. It's no, just I know. injury trouble, maybe. But Maybe. But I reckon he's definitely nicked something from the canteen. <laughs> yeah. He's nicked a hot cross bud or two. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone to Colchester for Nick Hawkwasp. It's not stopped me throwing wild speculation <laughs> at... Uh, Ben Celeb's got a terrible attitude problem all season. So, do you think it, do you think he's readjusted it now? <laughs> well, he certainly seems to have moved back ahead of Tom Carroll, perhaps. Yeah. Which, as again we were saying before, like when, the, when, the rightful order has been restored. When did this come out? Your, uh, no, your vendetta against yeah, yeah. Ben no, like no, no, I do. I just um, it's the attitude problem. I started throwing around. Uh, my theory that it wasn't just him coming back from injury slowly, that I felt like perhaps, and again, this is just purely me making it up, that maybe... It's windy, isn't it? He's he, no, no, windy. Windy's a staunch Spencer Of course he is. He comes from our youth team. Anybody. You can't, you won't, uh, you won't, you won't have anything said. Uh, unless it's no. poor old Alex Pritchard, of course. He's still got, like, it, like Dembele will have a great game, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you go, yeah, it was good, but a couple of key passes didn't, didn't quite <laughs> come off for him. And you're like, fucking hell, mate, what's he got to do? <laughs> he had three he, defenders on his back at one point. <laughs> he pra- yeah. he's, he's practically <clears throat> been man of the match in every game he's played for Spurs this season. Um, I thought that maybe Ben Celeb might have come back after signing his new big contract, yeah. after having a bit of a standoff about that contract as well. Maybe come back with a bit of a sort of Billy Big Potatoes attitude. Poch might have then done a intense treatment of attitude readjustment, which is hopefully now coming to an end. Well, it's helped that Deli Ali is the best player that's ever lived. So yeah, that kind of helps. Dyer turns out <coughs> is the best defensive midfielder in Europe. <laughs> that helps yeah. the exile so, a little bit. But and um, Mr. Dembele's been reborn. So God, sorry, yeah. Ben Taleb. Didn't really work out, did it? But I think um, I think Ben Taleb will probably start as well. Yeah. Um, with Carroll, maybe? I mean, it'd be nice to see Mason if he doesn't is get he too even, pissed on this jolly in Barcelona. Is he fit? He's in Barcelona. I saw a I picture of him. Yeah, but he's on crutches, whereas, I don't know, Matt, hopefully. It'd be nice to see the, the old the old boys reunited yeah. in the middle of the park. I think Kane will probably be, be rested, I reckon. I think it'll be... <laughs> For the coach to get those. Oh, a re- I thought you'd gone to Barcelona and had been arrested. <laughs> I was like, fuck's that? having a terrible time yeah, with this Barcelona yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I started speaking to my dad, I've got a shout. bits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it'd be um, probably similar to what, what the team has done against Leicester. Maybe with Lamella instead of Son, if Son yeah. sort of edged ahead in that. Department. Oh man, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's Colchester. Who literally gives a shit? It won't even be on telly. It'll be the first game. It is on telly. It is on telly. It's on telly! 12.30 Saturday. Fuck, do you know what? There's a little bit of respite from Spurs I was hoping for. Just one weekend without having to worry about Tottenham. And yet the BBC fighting in my fucking face. Some BT. Oh, who gives a fuck? It's Colchester. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> at we at move on, on from this shit old game. It's on nice and early at least. We can go on with our weekends. Yeah, that's true. Questions. Questions, yeah. Joe Spurs from Forum says, Finally, we have four fullbacks and I'm more than happy that are more than happy to start Spurs, but if we had a cup final tomorrow, who would get the Good question, nod? Joe Spurs. Walker Rose. Yeah. Do you reckon? That's the answer, I think. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yep. No Burnley Cafe, love? No, no I, I think so. Trippier should, should. Really? You would start Trippier over Walker right now if there was a cup final tomorrow? Or I'll stop being silly. No, Walker okay. should start. No. But I, I, I think Trippier is. There are some like proper Ben Davies. Truthers out there, aren't there? Yeah. Like some people really do 
think he's a better bet. I don't think he's a lot more solid than... Yeah. Rose is a bit of I a mean, wild card. I mean, Zaha did give Rose a proper <laughs> he did, spanking, yeah. didn't he, on the weekend? <clears throat> yeah. The first half, at least. Yeah. I think Rose, when he's very good, he can be amazing. And when he's bad, he can be awful. and yeah. cost us massively. But I do love him greatly. And I, I would start him over Dave Davies. I've actually been... I'm assured by both Trippier and, and Davies by their performances that actually we do have reliable centre-backs. Uh, mm. Sorry, full-backs. Yeah, nice. It's a good place to be, to have four players in two positions. It's kind of what you dream about. With the Walker-Peters in the wings as well, who everyone yeah, obviously rates very highly. Windy rates him highly, doesn't he? Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, T, what's the next question? Man? As a fan from outside of London, I was hoping you guys would talk about the general level of pride and happiness Spurs supporters are espousing, big word, in the community. What's it like in the stands and in our pubs compared to years past? Mm, that's and that's us from Reddit. That's quite a big question, that. Um, sounds like a whole podcast. I think, um, <laughs> I think what people will compare this season against will be the six months of Tim Sherwood or the five months of Tim Sherwood. Because for many of us, that, was, that was a very, very low point. And that was a point where I didn't even go to a few games because he was our manager. Um, for example, at the end of each season, I always go to the last game of the season to you know clap the fans off and show appreciation, but... I didn't want to see him off. And now, we're at a point where we're looking at, we're talking about winning the title and what we'll do. Um, and we look forward to every game. We're looking at, we, we now the average person can probably name the next three, four games. When you're playing shit, if you can, I don't give a fuck if you're playing mm. against. And um, I think it's very optimistic. But the most important element of all this is, is Pochettino. Not Kane, not Hugo, not Toby. It's all about Pochettino. And, was, um, was it that DT that he... You didn't go to the last game of the season because Sherwood was manager? Yes. Fuck. Yes. But I, 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 I agree. It's I'm sentimental it's... about the last game of the season. I like to, you know, when I go around with friends. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Same, same as. And um, I just didn't go. Wave off our best player. It's, it's loads of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Madrid, Luca. Enjoy Madrid, oh, Gareth. Oh, God, I was there for that one as well, yeah. That's all gone. Um, is it... I mean... I. Th- I, I struggle with this because I don't know whether I'm looking back too fondly based on being a child, but 20 years ago, going to the pub after the game was one of the best parts of it, especially if you won. You were five. <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> yeah, but nine, ten, when, like with my old man and my brothers and that and being in the pub and singing. Like, I, remember the, I remember this guy. I'm pretty sure you're responsible for us singing Owen the Spurs really, really slowly, because in the Cockrell pub that used to be on the Tottenham My Road, he would sing it really slowly and force everyone by waving his fingers uh-huh. to slow down, and everyone would slow down, and in this pub it would happen. And, 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 and starting songs in the pub, like people would be drinking and talking, but the vast majority of it was singing and, and getting behind your team and, and kind of building up before the game happened, and that, that kind of culture has disappeared. Massively, it still happens at other clubs. It happens at United. I've seen, I've seen stuff on on YouTube and documentaries and whatnot. And Rangers and Celtic, I've seen stuff happen up there, where there's a pub you go to, and it's you go there to to build up to the game. And at Tottenham, and I, I presume many Premier League clubs, it doesn't happen anymore. Um, so comparing it to then, no. But to answer his question, um, it goes and what's happening at the club. And as you say, Pochettino has built this. Unity at Tottenham, where the vast majority of fans are are together. Finally, because it's been many years, even Redknapp time, mm. where there was split, and it's been split for a long time. 
And this is the first time I feel there's actually togetherness and unity at Tottenham, and it's a glorious thing. And there's, this is definitely the most, um, it's the most likable group of players. I think I've, I've said this on the pod before, and I know you guys have as well, but you, you look at the team celebrating at the end of a match, and you see the camaraderie, you see the fact that they're mates, you see Ali and Dyer messing around on social media, and I know all that stuff can veer into sort of cringy Arsenal territory at times, but... Like they all seem to be good kids that all get on with each other, and they have this guy Pochettino who's got them, got them playing for each other and dad. playing for a club. They've got this dad, dad figure, sort of Coach Taylor. If you watch Friday Night Lights, that kind of guy who they all respond to. And I mean, if he if he was to go in the summer, which I don't think he will at all, but you know, then that's that's the worry, isn't it? That he gets too big for us. But yeah. I kind of feel like he believes in what he's yeah, doing there. I, I hope so. I hope he doesn't. It's it's kind of typical Tottenham talk to kind of when things start going right to worry about yeah. where us. I agree. I think I think if he's got any you know ambition, he'll think to himself, if I'm the guy that cracks Tottenham, you know, it's not like going to Man United and winning another title, you know, winning their twenty second title or whatever. You know, if I'm the guy that delivers a championship or you know, European trophies to this club that has managed to make a meal of everything for 50 years. You know, that's my legend secure in world football forever. And like, he can walk into, then he can walk into any job he likes. Yeah, absolutely. And have the you know keys to Tottenham for the rest of his life. And he, he also talks about building something, leaving a leg- legacy. Yeah. So you kind of launch Tottenham to a new plateau and... Then we can attract different type of coaches. It's why it's, why it's nice we've got the new stadium as this sort of carrot to dangle in front of people like Pochettino and also your Canes and Allies and to a sort of lesser degree perhaps your Alderweireld's and Larissa's that you know you can be part of this new you know exciting thrilling part of Tottenham's history and you'll be the first and you know, you'll be the boys that everyone will remember being there when the new stadium opened and you know Tottenham were good. Yeah, maybe. It's easy for me to say this because obviously I'm a Spurs fan, but <clears throat> when you when you're at a club and you're at a club like Spurs, and at the moment it feels like he has the trust of the chairman, and you know he's building something with a lot of the the young players coming in, uh, look, look, obviously coming for it for our youth ranks and how he's coaching them and his philosophy, his mentality, and he's saying that he doesn't want to just buy a player just based on their ability. They ha- you know they have to have everything. And the way that he's changed our mentality on the pitch as well. When you go to a club like Barcelona, Real Madrid, it's not only the the, the kind of the players that you have to work against. I mean, uh, the fans are very vocal in in how they change things, and you often have a chairman coming in every other season who wants to buy the next player. Yeah. Then you have to accommodate him, and then you mm. have to manage these personalities rather than having a team unit and having that kind of philosophy and everything that that's built in it's very hard to do that in you know for these massive teams so obviously i'm going to say if you stay at tottenham you carry on doing what you're doing um and love what you're doing and everything goes your way it's kind of like your own work but when you go to these these other massive teams it's it's all taken away from you yeah, it really is and i think his management style doesn't actually suit a kind of Galactico type club, mm. Real Madrid, where you've got to train and get this. He won't be allowed to play seven kids from the youth team. No, he won't give be able them to a do season that. to finish seventh. Nor and would he be able in. to force Bale 
to uh, sorry, uh, Ronaldo to um, track back, and track back and run and press no. and run fourteen <laughs> kilometers a game. In England, ironically, he probably would be given time because of his reputation and what he's done at Tot- Tottenham to to maybe succeed at another club. I think actually, if you think about it, there's only two other clubs in England that you could probably go to, and one's a name I won't mention, and probably Man United. But let's fuck all this because he's it's not going okay. anywhere. He's staying at Spurs. Um, you asked what's it like in the stands and our pubs and compared to years past um, we've often said on this pod that um, the Martignol years was a year when we would take what we got and be happy for it but no I think this I think as a, as a legacy of reaching the Champions League that season I think we still kind of sit there and wait to be entertained and that's still there's still an element of that I mean I don't think I've been at a game this season where our fans are singing from the opening whistle to the end we tend to get going when the team, you know, entertains us. And um, I can understand that. I don't think that much has changed in terms of um, what it's like in the stands and maybe in the pubs. I think the conversations we're having as fans with other people has changed a bit over the years because, um, you know, you've got the AVB time when, you know, we've got 72 points, which is all well and good. But now we're kind of like people saying, oh, you know, I really love what Pochettino's doing. I love, um, mm. I love Son, I love Lamello. And, uh, and now I'm to like, talk about these players and... So my brother's a really, really big fan of Son. He loves him a lot more than I do. And this just feels a bit weird. Was your brother at Spurs? <laughs> no, he's Liverpool. So that's strange. It's, if he's that's, that's, appreciation what saying, from... that's what I'm saying. Other, other, other fans yeah. talking about our players I've more than that. I am. Yeah. I think I, the guy I sit next to at work <gasps> is a Man United fan. So we're obviously duking it out with them for potentially the last... Well, you know, if we go higher than great, but yeah, yeah. You know, we all, mm. more than likely will be sort of fighting out for fourth. But... You know, he said it would, in a way, I'd be, as a football fan, you want to see a club like Tottenham who are going about their business the way they're going about their business do Mm. well because it's proof that if you invest in the young players, if you give a manager a bit of time, if you let him bring in his own guys, good things will happen. He said it would be a bit miserable in a way if, you know, Man United, who play this joyless football of disenchanted superstars, you know, who you paid 300 million for, managed to bundle their way into fourth and knock out sort of good good news story Tottenham. Mm. It's funny you've said that. A man new fan was um was messaging me at work today saying I want Spurs to win the league. Spurs are gonna win the league. And he just kept saying it. He says, man, you guys are gonna win the league, you guys are gonna win the title. I'm like, oh, fuck off. He's like, yeah, 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 you're gonna win the league. And that's the conversations we're having now. I mean you've got a few Arsenal fans in here, you can still be below us, but yeah. I think there's a different I think as I said, the conversations have changed now and that's the main difference this season mm. to to before. Because um, um we're showing a resilience and just quickly um the media are like, well, Spurs aren't soft anymore. But I don't think we've been soft since Redknapp came along. I mean, there's there's periods under under Shred when we were getting tonked five six nil, but I don't think we've been a soft touch for a few years now. No. <coughs> I've got Arsenal fans at work going, do you know what? You're going about it the right way. Yeah. You're bringing young players in. You know, you're blooding English players. You can respect what you're doing. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you stuff your, shove your compliments up your ass? Patronising compliments. Yeah. Disgusting fucking <laughs> thief of a human being. You're I, a rat. I, don't I, talk I, to me. I hate it when people come, they come and talk to me about Spurs. I'm like, oh yeah, you, 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 like at the weekend I saw like in the first half of your press and I just remember like, what the fuck do you know, man? Exactly. Yeah. You shut up. <laughs> don't at you me. Carry on <laughs> and, Work at your fucking computer. Don't come and talk to me. Don't at me, bruv. <laughs> Concentrate on your own little rat club. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've got to say about that. 
Yeah, this I'm, next question is a good one. Oh, should, should we do that? Can we do this one? Because I've got all right, some I was gonna... strong opinions. All right, okay, Charlie. Well, well, you're the go on, you... then. Shall I read it? Yeah, go, go on, on, why not? It says, should we trust Pochettino's decision to, brackets, probably not buy a striker this January? And it's from Callum Bradka. Yep. From Facebook. This is the only thing that I potentially have a Pochettino issue with. Because for me, this season is a golden, golden opportunity to kick on in a way that none of us thought we were going to be able to in August. Mm. And usually, I've always understood the recruitment policy since Mitchell and Pochettino have been in charge. If we do seemingly pass up any opportunity to sign a striker, and I don't know, maybe we've gone in for loads, but I don't think we have. I don't understand, because there isn't a youngster who's future in the first team is going to be threatened by someone coming in even if it's a lo- even if it's a good Johnson style loan just to give us that extra bit of help potentially win us a few points here and there mm. there's no you know Shaq Callthurst is gone there's no one in the 21s that's playing up front who we're denying their chance to play for Tottenham Hotspur although he does rate Harrison he's quoted that in the press he does but he's very young and I yeah. think he's a couple of years away so I would and I don't think we're going to sign anyone in, in January no. and I as I said earlier, I, I do think that should Kane pick up an injury, this this Tottenham team just isn't the Tottenham team that we're you know waxing lyrical about right now. How would you feel about bringing Adeboyola back on loan? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you nearly said that with a straight face. You nearly. nearly did. You nearly got to the end of that. <laughs> How would you feel about it? I mean, that would no. I'd rather Soldado back on loan because at least he's, he's <laughs> so, good at, I, I at least I, he's good on social media. I'll take, I'll take Robbie back. <laughs> He's got eight assists. He's the second leading assist man. T eight assists in, in La Liga. <laughs> eight assists. Eight assists. Only Lionel Messi has got more assists. Only Lionel Messi second. To Lionel Messi. Going to be that annoying bloke on Twitter talking about his great touch. Oh, he's his link up play though. I'm going. I'm going to ignore this farcical shape. Right. And I'm going to say there's people paid a lot of money at Spurs to identify talent and find the right players for our club. And I think the striking situation is. Pretty disgraceful, and I think we need to sort it out. That's, pretty, think... about, that's pretty much my overview on the whole thing. Right, and so, I, but, and I, but I don't think quickly. the levies to, but I think <clears throat> that it's more Pochettino turning down your Charlie Austin yeah, and think... other people than it is. I think Levy's going, ringing him up, probably yeah. going, "Look, do you want a striker? I can get you, you know, a sort of box standard, out of by your loan. You know, hundred grand a week for six months is fine." I think the this whole thing about the right player is a bit of spin as well. I mean, just, just fuck. I mean. It's easy to say just get someone in, but I'd have Shane Long. I'd have Shane Long or someone like that. I'd have someone like that. Just, just identify. You can identify talent all the way around Europe and around around the leagues. I mean, you know, this Musa Dembele from Fulham. I would have had Stephen Naismith. Fuck me, steady on. I mean, do do I? Am I I I saying that? Yeah, you just said it. Do you want to get the fuck out of the show? Was it a joke? Uh, it was painted by James, James Moore of 442 and the Fighting Cock. Uh, I think jokingly suggested Stephen Naismith. Yeah, I, it was a joke. And then I, but I then got to thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen his goal at the weekend, which was a belter, to be fair. Uh, and he or works hard. Good? He runs around a lot. Oh, he's got a bit of devil in him. Could you? I'd literally rather have <laughs> Shaylon Harrison up front than Stephen Naismith. I'd rather have Martin Chivers now. We do yeah. need. We do need to get someone in. He's going to score the winner now. You said though. that. We've got Norwich in a couple. Of uh, weeks. Look, if we if we signed Dembele from Fulham, which you can see happening, I, I, I'd be happy. I also trust Pochettino to get it right and to make the right decision. And he said, if unless we can sign someone that would improve 
our first team there won't it's, be any big it's transfers about, it's about improving the squad like, it's about look, having backup they've had do you think I know that I know I'm aware that this is the first def- time that definitely definitely had this conversation inside the club they would have definitely had the conversation that if they could sign someone they would and I'm sure they will if they can they could sign I'm Mr sure Dembele or Fulham or, if they phone up right. and said here's 7 million do you think Mr Dembele is going to come in and do a better job than Son would up front yeah very unlikely I've seen about 25 minutes of Musa Dembele the Young. I love the fact as well that uh, we're talking about the striker and uh, it's kind of like Potts knocks on Levy's door and it's like the 31st of Jan and he's like... Uh, Change your mind. We, uh, we, uh, we need just realised. We need to get a striker and Dan's like, well, what do you mean we need to get a striker? Like, what are you going on about? He's like, it's the 31st of Jan, like the transfer window and he's like, yeah, but... Shit, I forgot. <laughs> we, we haven't done any strategy. <laughs> We've done no planning. Yeah. We haven't agreed wages. I, I literally don't know what we're going to do. Uh, have, have Cholton got anyone knocking about? <laughs> no, not steal anyone? They do. Uh, they they do. Luke Lookman. Get him. Get him. Get Lookman. I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, we're four idiots talking about Spurs, but... I'm sure they, it, yeah, I'm sure they know what they're doing. But I, if we if we come out of next week with just Harry Kane as our sole recognised striker, I think we're just we're blowing like we're potentially blowing because if Harry Kane stays fit for the rest of the season, scores loads of goals, and it's fine. But this decision could win us a title. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, Chelsea, yeah. Uh, Chelsea, Man United, and Liverpool are not going to be this terrible altogether. All three of them are not going to be this bad for okay. another season. But next season, this is we're going to be better. That's as maybe, but this is the such a golden opportunity. Why not just kick but, on that little bit? But what we're not gonna you're talking about to win us the league. You're, I'm not talking about I just you're securing I, fourth. It's no, just even with Son up oh fuck it, I don't know. I think it's big fat Chatley up front anyway. Yeah, there, there's always there's always the talk of uh, just was it the red nap? give him fifteen minutes for Barry here <laughs> to be done with it for Christ's sake. Just the red nap years of signing Sahara and Nelson. Nelson. Um, and it's kind of like this talking point, you know, if we would have bought properly and we would have planned properly and, you know, we could have kicked on and if that was our time then, like, this could be our time now if if we bought a striker in to support Kane. The flip side of that argument is the season before we bought Good Johnson and finished fourth. So that's, a, that's, a, that's an argument to get the right player in. You got shut down, Rick. No, we got fourth. Yeah, but if we didn't sign Good Johnson, then we wouldn't have beat Stoke. So we need to get a player who's... Who's functioning? You got, anyway. you got shut yeah. down, Rick. No, mate. I, 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 can, nah, never, I can never shut down, Ricky. You did. Nah. All right. Yeah, we was going to do the final look, but this is forty-five minutes. The first half was forty-five minutes. Just too quick, man. All right. How many? What's the highest number of wanks you've had in a day? <laughs> what's the highest number of wanks you've had in a day, Rick? By Yorkshire Spurs. Uh, I'm probably going to go for... It, it's a funny one because sometimes you're well horned up and you're like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to bang seven out of the park. And after the first one, you're like, fuck that, I am done, man. I did, I'm even looking at it. Oh, you're the kind of bloke who falls asleep in his chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> cock out. Everywhere. He's cock out. Yeah, yeah. Porn still on. Yeah. Flaccid cock Not in your hand. anything, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd probably... Uh, back in the U, I'd, I'd go with you were, you, were, you, were the, you were the door go and you just mumble. <laughs> Don't let the kids in. He <laughs> <laughs> just ended up falling over. <laughs> Don't let the kids in. <laughs> Don't let the kids in. 
I just think oh, you were oh, going to do this oh, question. Oh, they, oh, they were in my usual, usual white lies. <laughs> Don't let me have shit myself. Don't let me have shit myself. That's it. Oh, I'd rather them know I've shit myself. Don't let me in. I'd say 70s. I'd say five. Why? Fucking hell, that's a blast. Charlie's your... Seven, did you say? I might pass. You don't have to answer. Seven seasons. Seven shit, man. I used to like it because it'd make my clock twice as big. It was all swollen. You're a bit of an aggressive one, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough, mate. Seven's good going. All right, that's it for the Fighting God podcast. Thank you very much if you're still with us because it's been a long podcast. Thank you very much for sticking with us. It's been very much a fun hour and a half to spend with you guys Charlie thank you so much for coming down once again. thanks for having me it's a pleasure always oh, no, it's amazing to have you Ricky yeah and T thanks and I've been Flav and this has been The Fighting Cock 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 Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.